Hola, mi gente. Welcome to Tech Life, episode 504, a show for IT business owners by IT business owners. I'm your host, Paco LeBron. Tech Life is brought to you by Tech Site Builder. Tech Site Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer business. Save time and frustration with Tech Site Builder. All right, everyone. Uh, this has been a little bit of time since I had uh, recorded an episode. Um, I know it's been a couple weeks. A couple things have happened. And by a couple, I mean quite a few things that are just kind of what the title of this episode is going to be is things are bananas. Um, things have been really busy for me. I have been a lot of on-sites, a lot of following up with prospects, and just everything under the sun. And a big thing of it is referrals. I've been getting a lot of word of mouth referrals. I have also been getting a lot of online leads from our ever-growing reviews that we are having our clients uh, fill out for us. And we have been focusing and figuring out what new online campaigns should we kind of move forward with. First thing I wanted to talk about was um, I recently partnered with a Comcast rep and working with them to do a Comcast lead. And I'm not sure if anyone has you know, heard of this or have done this, but basically um, through a mutual contact, we have Comcast was able to provide this Comcast leads portal. And basically anytime a client... Um, will go ahead and express interest with Comcast business, I can go ahead, fill out this lead and know that my rep will actually reach out to them versus sending them over to the 1-800 number for Comcast for them to find out what service that they need. Um, so far, it's been a great relationship. Um, submitted a couple leads, got a couple payouts for uh, some of those that have closed. And we recently did a lobby day um, with one of my clients' buildings. So in uh, Chicago, there's a lot of high rises. And in this one, there is basically AT&T and another third-party uh, company who kind of maintains or kind of holds all the real estate um, for internet company, or I'm sorry, internet in these companies in that building. So Comcast is coming in to try and figure out a way of being able to sell to those. And they have just went green light in the building for April. But I was at a lobby day, a lobby event day a couple of weeks ago, and it was really interesting. It was cool to see how it was all set up, um, how the interaction was going and just having some basically free merchandise and just talking to people and going from there. So the question I know probably some of you are asking is, why are you even there for a lobby day with Comcast? Well, the biggest piece was as we were kind of talking about Comcast's service with the Com my Comcast rep that was there, I was also diving in to see how was their IT provider? What is going on? Are they having any frustrations with their IT? And believe it or not, I've actually got a, quite a few leads 
just from the conversation of holding with them and just having them come in and interested with Comcast. So it was a great event, great um, experience. My rep asked me to come in for tomorrow. Unfortunately, I got so many things going on. I can't go out to there. Um, although it would have been a great opportunity to just meet some of those uh, business owners going into that building again. Going off from a great experience with Comcast and my rep, I have a Comcast issue on the residential side um, who my rep is working with me now to get the right contact for someone in residential. I have a client who I've had her for years. She runs a yoga studio um, and this is actually in her home and it's an 8,000 square foot home. And apparently, so she called me, I hadn't talked to her in quite a few years and she called me two weeks ago saying that she's had Comcast out for 15 months or she's been dealing with this issue for 15 months where her Wi-Fi will drop and also her security system that she purchased through Comcast also seems to be going down and she can't access any of the the system or can't access any of the video footage or streaming as it were through her phone because it always says that there's an issue. Um I went ahead, went out, took a look. You know, she's she has an 8,000 foot square home, uh, 8,000 square foot home. And you know, looking from where the Comcast box was at all the way to the front room, she was getting her drop signals. And as everyone knows how clients kind of talk about their issues, they're always hung up about these particular items. My printer is not working. The security system is not working. My cameras is not working. I can't print from my Mac. And I'm trying to explain to her that, you know, it's all one source and this is what's causing it. We probably have to figure out what's going on with the Wi-Fi, et cetera, et cetera. So the story she's telling me is that for the 15 months, there's been a lot of back and forth with Comcast on why the Wi-Fi just has been terrible. Um, And apparently she has this problem when she's in the same room. Now, when I looked at the setup, everything looked like everything was fine. It was set up by wireless for everything. And I figured, you know, why don't I go ahead and just get the full story of what's going on? So. As she was telling me more and more about what's going on, she stated that Comcast has came out multiple times to check on the modem, replace the modem, checked on the lines outside, worked on the lines um, on the inside. She's paid service charges. She's paid for master technicians to come out and still experiences the same issue. Reboot this, reboot that almost every day and she's gotten quite sick of it. So she called me, I went over and what I did was I hardwired the printer to the Comcast modem. I also hardwired the security system so that they both wouldn't rely on the Wi-Fi. So I can at least say that those were going to be online throughout, you know, if there was no issues with the box with the internet modem. For whatever reason, she said that everything was going well, Wi-Fi was looking good. We went ahead and updated the password for her 2.4 gigahertz uh, signal. You know, all was well. And then I get a call tonight and spent almost an hour on the phone 
where apparently her TVs went out and she went ahead and called Comcast on, this was on a Friday. Comcast couldn't get out until a Monday. The TV started working and then the Wi-Fi started acting up and now she couldn't go online and all this other stuff. So she informed them that, you know, I hired my IT guy. He came out, he hardwired this, this shouldn't be an issue. Um, and apparently they just couldn't, they basically told her you need extenders for the home, which is what I told her when I first got there. Um, but to her frustration, she was upset that Comcast didn't tell her that, um, when they first installed the internet that, Hey, because of the size of your home, you're probably going to want to think about having some more access points to get Wi-Fi throughout the house. So that really frustrated her. She believe somehow that with Comcast finding out that I hardwired it and all this other jazz that they may have messed with her connection because now she can't access her Wi-Fi. She can't go through her own systems. And I explained to her that, you know, I think that we have two issues here. It's either the wireless modem or there's an issue with the line. And the fact that you're having issues with your Comcast cable, you're having issues with the security system, which I don't have any experience with the security system. So I can't say whether it's the Internet connection that's not working properly or just the modem that's not working properly, even though that it's hardwired. So poor lady is getting, you know, thrown all over the place. There's finger pointing all over the place. So I am going to go ahead and work with my contact over at the business side to try and go ahead and get me someone on residential to see if we can figure out what exactly is going on. Um, I think what I'm planning to do is probably schedule some time with the same Comcast person, hopefully show up at the same time over there, see what's going on specifically, and just so we can figure out exactly what's going on. Now, lady says that she does not going to play uh, or she's not going to pay any more for the extenders you know, that she's paid well over three grand on the bills. So we're going to see what Comcast does. Um, hopefully Comcast, you know, to save the contract will, you know, credit her, her account for these extenders to go ahead and get them. Um, speaking with Joe, um, we are going to go ahead and, um, Joe Kanazovich, he had mentioned the Netgear Orbeez. I did talk about this on a show previously that we installed this, um, on a, another home that was an 8,000 square foot home as well. Um, a, a client of mine, um, and just try and see if, you know, make sure that this is going to work for them as well. So going to go look into that. Hopefully I can get her Wi-Fi up and running, which will hopefully solve all the systems. But for some reason, I have a feeling this is going to be a bigger issue. I have a feeling there's something going on with the Comcast, uh, either lines or that modem, which I'm going to try and see if I can get her to uh, replace it. So stay tuned. I'll keep everyone updated on how this job will go. I just know I'm in for a long one with this one, and hopefully there will be a good outcome and billable hours for this. Kind of what else we're going into is I kind of talked about this with referrals. Um, we had did a referral online campaign, online review campaign with all our small businesses. And we got a good outpour and I'm planning on doing this for residential, um, just so I can kind of pick and choose the jobs that I want to get into. 
um, just to bring in some good cash flow, just to kind of uh, get myself on a good footing. And I'll explain why in a minute for uh, some of the things that are going on with uh, the business and what I'm planning on doing to scale. So I'm looking at possibly trying to figure out and look into one of these review services. Um, I'm probably going to take a look at the article that Dave Greenbaum had wrote over at Technibble. I'll put the link on right here. I'm also going to go ahead and talk to Remy Bell over at Tech Reputation. Um, I understood that he has really customized this service that he kind of purchased uh, and white labeled um, and has put in quite a bit of extra hours in here to really expand and just give a true uh, good review system. So um, I'm hearing rev uh, reviews on both sides of the fence. I'm hearing that, you know, it's a great system. I'm also hearing a lot of people discontent that they're upset that it's a white labeled service. So I will take a look at it. I'm going to see what's going on, see if what Remy has to offer with his service. And I will get back to you guys with my honest opinion. Um, from my understanding, you know, he seems like a great guy. I know that Jeff has talked to him a little bit as well. So I'll take a look at the system, see what's going on. And hopefully if I find that it has some value, I'll definitely let you guys know that there's going to be value in this system. And it's always cool to be able to support a fellow tech, especially if they're doing a new endeavor as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and I want to talk about kind of what everyone has been talking about on the Podnuts Network. You guessed it. That is the IT Owner's Compass. Coming into my hometown of Chicago, August 24th through the 26th, I cannot say how excited I am to go to this event because not only am I going to be able to rub elbows with all my peers again, it's going to be great to see Matt Rainey, we're going to be able to go see John Dubinsky, um, Jeff, Matt, Matthew Rodella, my good friend over at the Computer Business Marketing Show. And just a lot of great, you know, everyone else and Marvin, but uh, just kidding, Marvin, just kidding. So it's going to be a great event. I think with Michael McCallowitz being there is going to be some great value add. And I think it's going to be cool because, you know, we've all talked about his books. We've all gone ahead and just really taken a lot of great info from it. But I'm not sure if everyone has joined the uh, who has purchased a ticket. You get access to the IT Owners Compass Facebook group. And Lori uh, Tisney, who is one of the organizers of this event, she went ahead and posted a video that Michael Michalowicz, uh sent the message to the audience, um, the ticket purchasers. And it's really cool that he's doing some research on kind of what he used to do because he was an IT guy. He used to run, he used to be an MSP, but way back in the day and what he's doing, he's going to do some research and how to apply what he did back then into now with the profit first in mind, with the pumpkin plan uh, philosophies and so forth and so on. So I think it's going to be a great time. I think, you know, just having everyone there, you're going to be enjoying some good Chicago food. Um, no one can go wrong with pizza and some great other additional surprises that they have there as well. So you ha if you haven't purchased your tickets, um, probably by the time this releases, the early bird ticket pricing is going to be out. Um, it's going to be out 
So you're going to end up having to pay regular price. Bad news, we're in the single digits for tickets. Um, I'm hoping that by the time this comes out, there will be availability for tickets. There's a chance the event's going to get sold out. And and when I say the single tickets, I mean, I would not be surprised if in a couple of days we're sold out. And that's a great, great feeling for these organizers, for my good friends, Lori and Matthew, because that tells you something. That tells you that our audience are willing to go ahead and commit to an event in August to step up their business and really navigate to figure out what they need to do to get to the next level. So I encourage you, go to itocompass.com if there are tickets available. If not, definitely uh, just look out, see if maybe there's a possibility we may be doing some uh, events outside of it, or maybe we may do a meetup outside of the events themselves. And we'll probably talk about that in case there is something of that nature. Um, But right now, nothing is official on that part is. All I can specifically tell you is their tickets will probably be at regular price right now. And there are in the single digits. Get your ticket before it's sold out. All right. So it was also a lot of great. Like I said, it's just it's been been nuts. Um, exhausted right now as I'm recording this, but I wanted to make sure I got this episode out. Um, I attended a networking event over uh, last Thursday. It was the Latinos 40 under 40 event. And for those who have been listening or following me know that I was nominated last year. And, you know, I love this event because it highlights 40 great Latino um, people under the age of 40 who are making an impact with the community um, from all shapes, sizes, from IT to, you know, really stepping up and doing uh, great things in Chicago, along with a lot of the things that are helping create pipelines for the youth and just, you know, for that age demographic and making an impact in our communities. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is it's a great networking event. And as I mentioned, with networking events, you just never know who you're going to meet. And the reason why I went was for two reasons. One, I nominated two of my good friends, um, Socorro Garcia and Jasmine Zamora, to because of their impact that they've had with the community. And I felt that they deserved uh, going ahead into getting those nominations Um for those 40 under 40. But the other piece of it on why I wanted to go was just to be around like-minded people and see what I can do to help them as much as seeing who I can have to help me. And will you believe it or not, I actually ran into my board member, um, Jose Suarez, who runs and uh, who works at an insurance agency. And just through our conversation on mentioning to him how my insurance policy is actually due up for my general liability and my professional omissions or um, my omission errors in omissions, he had basically was saying, hey, look, you know, send it over to me and we'll see if we can get you going. And, you know, it's those type of connections that you never know what people you talk to how they can help you out and probably give you a better deal than what you had. But being able to create that network allows for that word of mouth, like I was talking about before, and really figuring out um, how to not only benefit for yourself, but how can you help those? Because I always feel, I've always said in many of my episodes from before that living is giving. 
And basically, once you get to the point where you give to give and not give to get, it's amazing how a lot of things just time to um, just expose themselves and just open up and a lot of great things come on. So definitely try out a bunch of networking events or just a few um, I encourage you to go on to places like Eventbrite or Meetup. And like I said, go there to one, unwind because, you know, you're in a social event. Relax, have fun, talk to a few people that you feel comfortable with or go with somebody so you can kind of engage and you never know what you're going to, what kind of experience you're going to get. I'm going to go ahead and end off with this story of office woes. And this is kind of what I was talking about as far as with my um, review campaign that I am trying to go ahead and increase some volume to get some good cash flow coming in to make my next move. So I was presented an opportunity to upgrade from a virtual office to having my own private office at Regis. Now, this private office would give me 24-7 access. I can put all my stuff in there. I can put my racks. I can put my decals. Everything's going to be great. I think it's a great move for me. Problem is, is that obviously it's a little bit more than what I've been spending. So my woes kind of start back with, in the beginning of the year, I was in the middle of my negotiations with Regis and trying to figure out what my rate was going to be because they were going to raise my rate um, probably about 25% from what I was paying before. So my old GM, Jill Lott, lover, I'm going to put her information in the um, in the show notes. So if anyone is thinking about getting something from Regis, she's your lady to go to no matter where it is in the U.S., she's going to take care of you. She can take care of anybody in any state. Um, and I'm going to tell you why she helped me out. So my OGM was working with me and what ended up happening was she left, she left my center, um, to move on to another position. And then I got stuck with the GM that we have now, man, I, I can't tell you how frustrated I've been the last three months where this lady has literally just brushed me off. No care. Just, just didn't had no inkling of, or, or just no, it's, it's so frustrating because I can't even think of the word to say, but like she had no regard of just if my business was there or not. And so when we were trying to work my old agreement to figure out what I can do to keep my pricing the same, she basically disregarded it and said, well, you had an auto renew in September, nothing we can do. Disregard, you know, regardless of the fact that, you know, my old GM, Jill, during the renewal process was helping me through that. Another problem happened where there was a mistake done in my agreement where I basically merged all my accounts into my one account in the West Loop. Now, for those, again, who have been following me, know that I had opened quite a few offices thinking that I was going to be this big time computer repair shop, having multiple locations in Illinois, and I was going to make it big. Well, what ended up happening was they were all just basically either a money suck or I was just breaking even. So I ended up consolidating more and more just to make sure um, that I can get the good cash flow coming in. So what I ended up doing in the end of 2016 was closing all my accounts and putting them into one. 
So I upgraded per se from my mailbox plus, which basically the mailbox plus was renting the address and accepting the mail. That's and that's literally all that was. And then I was having an answering service, pick up the phones and go from there. So I had that with my West Loop location, which is downtown Chicago. I had that with downtown Evanston, which is basically a suburb about eight miles away from Chicago. And then I had what's called a gold card. And what this gold card allowed me to do was I can use any business lounge anywhere in the world that there's a Regis. So I had all of them merged into one, which gave me the gold card for free. I upgraded my my uh, plan from downtown to a virtual office, which allowed me to have phones being answered by my receptionist, which I can't tell you easily helped with workflow and customer flow to figure out updates, taking messages and just giving updates on computers being repaired at the office. And then I got to rent out a office, an actual private office, two days out of the month. And then what we would do is we would go ahead and close out Evanston and everything just appears on one bill. Well, what ended up happening was my old GM ended up not putting specifically in the agreement that the gold card was going to be merged in. And that gold card kind of just, you know, racked up as time went on. So nine months later, I get a call from the payment desk stating that they're going to go ahead and send it to collections that this account wasn't available. Long story short, after a couple times working back and forth, they said they would take care of it. It ended up going to collections. And then not only did it go to collections, it went into collections with basically the next day being filed for legal proceedings. I tried to get a letter. It didn't work out. It was a whole huge mess. I ended up having to pay a $300 settlement for this gold card because it wasn't that much, but still $300 out of my pocket that I didn't expect. And I was really angry about this. I brought it up to my old, my new GM. Again, my new GM could care less, just didn't bother with it. Had a couple other issues, and then I tried to upgrade to my private office, which would have been you know the new office that I have now. I scheduled a tour. My, my new GM just basically brushed me off, basically left me high and dry, didn't come for the appointment. I had to chase her down for the appointment and then tried to just, you know, basically uh, put lipstick on a pig on this one agreement where she said she listened to my problems and was going to give me a good deal. And all that deal was just just a special that they were running, regardless of what I had said on my issues or not. So I kind of just basically told her nicely to basically she can stick it where it can go. And. I was done. I was just so frustrated and I began my route on possibly leaving my address or my location after being there for five years coming in this July. And that was a real tough pill for me to swallow because I've gained a lot of great traction at this location. Everything's been great. I really didn't want to leave the center because the staff has been great. The service has been great at that location. Just the billing system sucked. And this GM was just the worst. Well, fate as it can go no other way. I walk into my office on a Tuesday, picked up a laptop. And who do I see at the front desk? My old GM training a new person that started at my center. 
I went to her. I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I, I'm glad I seen you, see you right now. So she was. Uh, she had told me, oh, well, what's going on? So I said, look, you don't understand. I've been having a lot of problems since you've left, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, I'll tell you what, send me an email and I will go ahead and take care of it. When I tell you that I wrote the longest email in my life, I wrote the longest email in my life. I think this email had to be well over 2,500 words. This like in detail of every issue that I've had since she's left in the past three months. Will you believe once I sent it to her, she took care of everything she was able to renegotiate my virtual uh, office agreement. She was able to credit my account and waive some late fees because of this and to and refunded them, not just credit onto my account, refunded them back into my account. Then she went ahead and worked out a sweet deal for both a private office and a co-working dedicated desk where I would share um, a room with three other businesses at $20 more than what I'm paying now for a virtual office. Same 24 seven access, same as, you know, everything. I have a dedicated desk, um, and I can go from there. So I'm in the middle of trying to figure out what I want to do. Move in date is for May 1st. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do, whether I want to do my virtual agreement at my old rate, do I want to do my dedicated desk for 24-7 or do I make that leap and pay for the private office and allow me to get my own space, really understand the area like I want to stay down there and be more in-depth and try and get more clients because I'm in the neighborhood. I can go through and walk around and now that it's getting warmer in Chicago, it's going to be a great opportunity for me to go ahead and do. So um, I know Jill doesn't listen to this, to the podcast, but you know, Jill Lott, she's your person. I cannot be any more in debt to her on what she's done. And I'm going to make sure that I take care of her, um, hopefully getting, giving her uh, something to basically her and her husband can enjoy a, din- a night out or something because she definitely helped out a lot with my business. And that's how you do customer service. And with a big organization like Regis, to know I have someone batting for me is really a great opportunity. And I'm really appreciative of what she does. Before we sign off, I just want to talk about Tech Site Builder. You know, my good friend Matthew Rodella, as everyone knows, has this great service. Tech Site Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer business. With built in SEO, a mobile optimized template, a design made to convert visitors into customers, the Tech Site Builder platform will help you take your website to the next level. You can build your website exactly how you want without writing a single line of code thanks to the included drag and drop page builder. Save time and frustration with Tech Site Builder. And of course, your boy Paco's not going to give leave you guys hanging as I mentioned in the previous show. For a limited time, Podnuts listeners get a 20% off by using the promo code podnuts20 at checkout. We thank Matt and Tech Site Builder for sponsoring Tech Life. 
All right, mi gente, that is going to be it for this episode. I thank you for staying with me. Um, I know it's been about a week or so since I uh, released the episode. I'm hoping to continue to make this more consistent. Um, we are going to have an episode with Brad Tori here soon, talking a little bit about partnering with uh, utilities like telco agencies and how to make sure that you can get a little scratch and money um, monthly from partnering with some of these. So if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Shytech CEO or on LinkedIn. Um, those are the two platforms to best reach me. Um, I know that some people have tried to reach me through Facebook. I don't add listeners to my Facebook pro, uh, platform unless I know them specifically in some type of rapport or relationship. Um, feel free to message me on Messenger. Sometimes I may not be able to see it because I know those messages are filtered. So best way to get to me is, again, through those social media channels or just email me Um and if, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, email at guest at podnuts.com. Don't forget, if you need business paperwork to get started in your computer repair business, then check out the link for the Technical Computer Business Kit over at podnuts.com slash deals. Help support the Computer Repair Podcast by going over to patreon.com slash computer repair podcast. We're doing a lot of great things over there. We have that secret Facebook group that allows you to have a safe area, safe place to talk and ask and and really get involved with your questions. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups out there and, you know, you kind of have to watch what you say because you worry that someone's going to say, oh, what kind of tech are you or what's going on or you should know that. That's a dumb question. Safe place. There is no dumb question here. I think we just answered a couple and there's some questions that I didn't even know with simple networking that we probably should know and we didn't. So we had a lot of great uh, conversation on some of that. Very informative stuff on just keeping everyone to uh, notice. So feel free. It's a dollar an episode. Head over to patreon.com slash computer repair podcast. Support Jeff and his efforts. And definitely we want to make sure we provide you value as well. I want to thank everyone for listening and subscribing to the show. And see you next time on Tech Life.